Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, May 15th, 2020. I'm happy to report today that this report is not about the virus. For two months, it's been all virus all the time, but today we must return to the world of politics. This is day 56, however, of house arrest for the Castle family, two complete months with only each other to talk to. And, of course, voices on the telephone. The family daughter remains safe on her small island at the bottom of the world. We plan to return to our law office starting Monday, but gradually, two people at a time returning. But nevertheless, back to the world starting on Monday. The title of this report comes from a quote from Winston Churchill. Quote, in wartime, truth is so precious it should always be attended by a bodyguard of lies, end quote. Truth is indeed precious in part because it is so rare today. We are fighting and have been fighting for some time a different war than Mr. Churchill's war. Our war is cultural. It is a war intended to destroy our existing culture. I recently heard a lecture from a psychologist who explained that computers have essentially the same function as the human brain, in that they both are processors and disseminators of information according to how they are programmed. If you enter corrupt data into your computer, it will not perform its functions accurately. It is like the German Enigma code machine that Mr. Churchill referred to in the quote I just mentioned, to code messages, the Germans designed a machine that scrambled information in a random fashion that was mathematically very difficult to unscramble when the messages attempting to program our brains are false, but they are presented as absolute truth from those we once trusted. Our brains are almost certain to process the corrupt data in the wrong way. Today, it seems that almost all the programming presented to us through the mass media is false. False information is not intended to convey accurate information to us, but to program our brains to think a certain way. For example, President Obama on CBS 60 Minutes, January 25, 2017, quote, I'm proud of the fact that we are the first administration in modern history that hasn't had a major scandal in the White House, end quote. The interviewer did not call him on his obvious lapse in memory. He did not remember Fast and Furious or the IRS being used by Lois Lerner to target and eliminate conservative groups. Many other scandals outside his memory, perhaps now his perception of political invincibility, bolstered by years of media pandering, may be coming to an end. History may have to reveal the truthful story behind his administration. I'll believe it when I see it, but I am hopeful the truth can be discovered in court through evidence. On this report, I have limited time, space, and can therefore only scratch the surface of the body of lies surrounding the entire scandal known as Russiagate. According to recent tweets from President Trump, should be known as Obamagate. Why would that title be appropriate? Because it is obvious from the evidence that President Obama knew from the very start. He met with a group of operatives. He then dispatched to undermine the Trump presidency. This undermining was in fact an attempt 
and a bloodless coup against the will of the people of the United States to make their own choice in elected officials right now, the House of Representatives, especially the Department of Justice, directed by Attorney General Bob Barr, are investigating how a three-year campaign commonly known as Russiagate could proceed without a shred of evidence to support it. Please keep in mind that what I'm talking about is not just my opinion or some rumor, but evidence presented to Congress through thousands of pages of documents and through testimony of many witnesses, the internal documents of the Democrats involved in investigating the Trump campaign for Russian collusion reveal that they knew the charges were false and without evidence all along, but publicly they proclaimed it all as true. Most of these hearings into Russia and the Trump campaign were conducted by the House Intelligence Committee chaired by Democrat Adam Schiff. It appears from the evidence that Mr. Schiff repeatedly lied to Congress and to the American people by lying to the media and through his statements as chair of the committee. Unfortunately, he is free to lie to Congress, even his own committee. Because that is not a crime if one of us, as a private citizen, lied to Congress, that would get us a stretch in federal prison. The same is true for the FBI in the sense that it is perfectly permissible for an FBI agent to lie to us. But if we lie to an FBI agent, as General Michael Flynn was accused of doing, and he pled guilty to doing. Then we go to prison. The FBI went after General Flynn, who President Trump selected as National Security Advisor, apparently because he was smart enough and experienced enough to immediately see through the coup attempt. The Obama administration used the U.S. national intelligence agencies such as CIA, FBI, and NSA to set up various counterintelligence operations in foreign countries such as Ukraine and Russia. Some of those operations apparently involved Vice President Biden and his son Hunter. When Trump unexpectedly won the election, they simply brought the operations back to the U.S. to use against the Trump campaign. As I mentioned earlier, General Flynn was the key to making the coup work because if he had been allowed to take control of the NSA, he more than likely would have discovered the plot. General Flynn was set up to be trapped into a lie with the FBI. That statement is true based on FBI Director's, Director Comey's speech in which he bragged about seeing what he could get away with, as well as a note prepared by President Obama's counterintelligence director, which requested directions on what he was to accomplish with General Flynn. He asked a question, are we looking for the truth or do we want to get him to lie so we can prosecute him or do we want to get him fired? Why would a person plead guilty to a charge when he was not guilty or only guilty of a statement not material to the actual investigation? There may be two reasons two possible reasons for doing so. The first reason would be to protect someone close to you. For example, if you were asked the question, did you have an affair with said woman? Even if you did, you might say no. To spare your wife the embarrassment, the second reason would be to avoid a much longer sentence than the one being offered. 
The reason the federal system has mandatory minimum sentences is to induce guilty pleas. Instead of the offered five years, perhaps General Flynn was threatened with 20 years. If you go to trial and lose, you are severely punished under the federal system. Keep in mind that the FBI already knew the answers to these questions. They asked General Flynn. The questions were not material to the investigation, and they were only asked to ensnare a three-star general in a lie. That constitutes the vilest form of corruption because it undermines the Republican form of government. The Constitution charges the president with guaranteeing to us the FBI always makes what it calls a 302, which is just notes from an interview. They interviewed General Flynn without a lawyer after telling him the usual stuff. This is just routine. General, don't worry about it. After the interview, they altered the 302 to reflect what they wished he had said rather than what he actually said when he finally hired a law firm that one of his partners in that firm was connected to the Obama campaign. That lawyer, that very lawyer, is the one who kept urging him to plead guilty. It was particularly important that he plead guilty because if he had gone to trial with a real lawyer, such as the one he has now, the whole sordid mess would have come out. That's why recent reports of a federal judge ordering a halt to the dismissal of the indictment against General Flynn is not really so alarming if they want to go public and air their very dirty laundry in front of the whole world, so be it. Bob Barr was trying to offer his Democrat friends a face-saving way out, so perhaps they should take it. You know the old expression, when you're in a hole, stop digging. His current lawyer, Sidney Powell, takes the position that his guilty plea was not freely and voluntarily given, both of which are required, therefore, she is prepared to take his request to withdraw the guilty plea up the chain of courts. The heart of the matter is that the Obama administration used the various intelligence agencies of the United States in an effort to overturn the election of a president of the United States. They ran a counterintelligence operation inside the United States against the American people, these agencies including, among others, the Department of Justice, the National Intelligence Agency, the Central Intelligence Agency, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation. All these agencies were involved, all lied through their teeth to Congress and to the American people. They have disgraced themselves and their agencies. It will take a long time to rebuild the trust once held in them, if it can ever be rebuilt. The heads of these agencies, Susan Rice at NSA, Loretta Lynch at Department of Justice, James Comey, Andrew McCabe at FBI, John Brennan and James Clapper at CIA, all lied repeatedly about evidence of Russian collusion in the election. For three years, there was hardly anything reported in the mainstream media except Russian collusion. People I just mentioned were repeatedly on the news program stating they had clear, concrete evidence of Russian involvement when no such evidence existed. When they testified before Congress, they were very careful to state that they knew of no evidence or they couldn't recall seeing any evidence. We now know this happened because Congress has the documentary evidence to prove it. Internal memos, emails, handwritten notes repeatedly 
say they had no evidence, but publicly they told a different story. The point to remember is that for three years they went forward with this investigation, including appointing an independent prosecutor, knowing all along it was false and without a shred of evidence to support it, even though James Comey, who was director of the FBI, through his arrogance, his hubris, his constantly smug mugging for the cameras, personally ruined the FBI's once great reputation. He is not the worst. Not the worst, in my opinion. The former CIA director, John Brennan, has been just as arrogant even though he used his agency to conduct unlawful operations inside the United States. In addition, he has repeatedly and publicly accused the President of the United States of treason and of being a Russian agent, both of which he knew to be completely false. I followed presidential politics for a long time, but I can't remember a former president continuing to stay involved in the affairs of his successor and continually critical of it. The testimony and documentary evidence shows that President Obama was at least aware of the false coup attempt and asked to be kept up to speed on it, I suppose. From the standpoint of ultimate responsibility, he was the worst. The tables are turning right now, so the corrupt investigators are being investigated. Will there be prosecutions? Your guess is as good as mine. But I heard a congressman on the committee recently in charge of the investigation say that criminal referrals would be made to the Department of Justice. So Adam Schiff might be embarrassed if he's capable of such an emotion. Barack Obama might also be embarrassed, but I doubt it. James Comey, Andrew McCabe, John Brennan, James Clapper could be facing criminal charges, but... I'll believe it when I see it. Finally, folks, to quote Ralph Waldo Emerson, quote, when you strike at a king, you must kill him, end quote. Adam Schiff and the other Democrats struck at the king, but they only wounded him. They left him alive and in power, so the payback will hopefully be very interesting to watch. At least that's the way I see it, folks. Until next time, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.